Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we have, you know, something that we said was going to happen long while ago. Now you remember Edward Bloom. He's the guy that held spearheaded that students for fair admissions case in the Supreme court. He said that Asian Americans were being discriminated against in college admissions. Then you had the lady Yatin Chu and all of them. They were celebrating that affirmative action was removed from college admissions. But we have some headline that we need to see here. Now we tried to tell them, we tried to tell them, but they didn't want to hear it. Let's look at this on the screen here. What you're looking at post affirmative action. Asian American families are more stressed than ever about college admissions. That don't sound right. Ladies and gentlemen, what you said that you were being discriminated against because of affirmative action. You said black people were getting into college over Asian American students who scored higher and deserved to be there over black American students. This is what y'all said. So you teamed up with old Edward Bloom over here and y'all conspired to get rid of affirmative action in college admissions and you got it done. So you got what you wanted. You got, you, you got exactly what you wanted. So what's the problem now? And after it happened, the, 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 the folks, they media, they were shocked at our response. They thought we was going to get in the street protesting. We was going to be crying. We was going to be saying, Oh, look at these people. What they doing to us? We stay quiet. And they were shocked at how we didn't get in the street protesting and acting a fool and doing things. No, we didn't do anything like that. So they was wondering like, well, what's going on with black people? And then many of us has stated, cause we are educated in it that affirmative action was not even benefiting black Americans. It actually benefited more white women than it benefited black Americans. It benefited actually Asians more than it benefited black Americans. It benefited immigrants more than it benefited black Americans. It benefited more white LGBT than it benefited black Americans. So we're like, we good. We are cool. If they want to take it away, take it away. So now it's gone. Something that actually, benefited y'all and because you let them spit in your ear and we'll get into that for a minute. Cause a lot of you other groups need to learn, learn something, you know, hopefully you'll listen, but let, let's go ahead and go through this because we, we got to go deeper. So they have an admissions consultant describe, they say what it takes to get into an elite college. They say they have to take 10 or 20 advanced placement courses to create a showstopper project. It's Asian American students that they need to be extremely strategic in how they present themselves to avoid anti-Asian discrimination. They say the consultant Sasha Chada of Ivy school scholars said at the October webinar to an audience of mostly Asian parents and students. Why are you worrying about anti-Asian discrimination? Affirmative action is gone. Remember it's on merit. Now it's on merit. It's not on, on race. It's on merit. What do you mean anti-Asian discrimination? You can't talk about race. You cannot talk about race. You threw that out. That's what y'all got 
Done. You remove race out of it. So I don't want to hear no talk about no anti-Asian anything. It's all based on merit. Maybe you just didn't have the grades. That's all, right? It's about merit now. Now, Edward Yin, who doesn't consider himself a tiger parent, wonder what extreme accomplishments his 11-year-old daughter would need to get into USC, considered a relative shoe-in back in the 1990s when he attended. You say in the first college application season since the U.S. Supreme Court struck down affirmative action, Asian-American students are more stressed out than ever. Race-conscious admissions were widely seen to have disadvantaged them as borne out by disparities in the test scores of admitted students, but many feel that race will still be a hidden factor and that standards are even more opaque than before. Oh, really? Really? You don't say. See, black Americans have been screaming at all of you groups. It's not just them. It's all of y'all. You come in here and you fall for the trickery of, 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 of the white supremacist. See, this is what they do to y'all and y'all fall for it every time. When you other groups come in this country, you look at black folks and you look at, you know, the folks and you know, good and well, how horribly we treat it. You see it. You say, Oh, ho, ho, I don't want to be treated like them. I, man, whatever I got to do to get chummy with the folks, I'm going to do it because I don't want them to treat me like that. So what they have realized is that these other groups of people want proximity to them. So I say, Hmm, we can use these other groups cause they got, you know, they're so-called minority. They want proximity to us. They are willing to do our dirty work. Right? So what we got to do, we got to just let them know they got some camaraderie with us and they're better than the black people. So what they do is they give you a little bit higher position in, in, in the white supremacist system and, 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 and you get a little bit more benefits than black folks. But at the end of the day, you would never be at their position, no matter what you do, no matter what you achieve in this country. So they'll tell you things like, you know what? You work hard. You just such hard working. You study. You're so smart. Oh, you're so smart. You're so much smarter than those black American people. Look how lazy they are. They're lazy. The only reason they get into college is because of they black. They don't store. They don't score anything on tests. They, they don't, they just, that's the only reason they're getting into college. See, they get into college over you. You're smart, right? And, and they're not. So we want to get rid of affirmative action because see, that's harming you. Don't you see? And, and think about it. If you remove affirmative action, then you can get into Harvard. You can get into Yale over that black person that got in just because of their race, right? They're not telling them that, okay, even if they get into school, can they stay? Are they finishing? Because race only going to take you so far. Then you got to get, do the work. You got to pass the test. You understand what I'm saying? You got to pay for it. So they, 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 for years, the white supremacists, especially Edward Bloom tried to do that with Abigail Fisher. Didn't work. White woman. So he said, let me do it with Asians because they are so-called minority. And they have those in their community who feel they better than black America. So work with them, went to court, got exactly what they wanted. Now what helped you get into college is gone. And the white supremacists have it exactly like he wanted. And now he's sitting back smiling and laughing at you now. 
because you assisted him in removing something that black folks fought for. You understand? Now, now you realizing that you live in a system of racism, white supremacy, and no matter what you do, you have literally removed a constraint off of the white supremacists in these schools. Every time you sit up there and play footsies with the white supremacist, you're going to be burned every time. But we told you, we told all of you who come into this country that we told you, but you think you know better. You think, Oh, they like me better than, than they like them. I just read a headline today that said that when Asian Americans move into a neighborhood, white folks are moving out. No different than when we move in, they do the same thing. If they really liked you, why are they moving out when you move in? Remember you work hard. You go to school, right? They say you don't commit crimes, but yet they getting away from you. Haven't you, <laughs> but let's continue. We can talk about that all day. Now they say it's seminars and say like chatters around Southern California say this fall, some held in Korean and Mandarin for immigrant parents. Consultants reinforce the message. Even students with superhuman qualifications are regularly rejected from Harvard and UC Berkeley. They say parents who didn't grow up say in the American system and who may have moved to the U S in large part for the children's education feel desperate and in the dark. I said some shell out tens of thousands of dollars for consultants as early as junior high, fearing that anything less than a name brand school could doom their children to an uncertain future. Sometimes anxious students are the ones who ask their parents to hire a consultant. Now to me, that sounds silly. So you're not going to have a good future because you don't get, see y'all think that we value these folks. These people value these folks way more than we do. We don't be sitting up there. Oh my God. If I don't get into this name brand school, I'm not going to have a future. Please, please. But that's them. They value them folks schools or whatever. Yeah. Okay. If you get a degree over there, you get a degree. We know that you can get a degree and don't even be able to get a job, but that's them. It's interesting. They spend tens of thousands of dollars for their kid to get in the school. Like really? They got people that's making all kinds of money. Ain't never been to no Harvard or Yale. Now they say some consultants say they try to push schools that fit the students best. They said not necessarily the top rank ones. They even as skeptics wonder whether they are scaremongering in an attempt to drum up business. They say, but especially for parents from South uh, countries like South Korea, China, and India, where a single exam determines the students college choices. They say the lack of objective standards can be overwhelming. Now for me, that's crazy personally that I'm stressing myself out. I'm stressing myself out about a school, all the schools in the United States of America, you can go to and you stressing yourself out about a name school. Okay. Now say Yen pointed out that going to a top college is no guarantee for career success. Exactly. And what you see today is all the student loan debt. People got degrees and came get a doggone job. That's worth anything with that doggone degree. And they got people that graduated Harvard and still don't have the jobs they should have or paid what they should be paid. Now I say with Asian Americans overrepresented at many campuses yet underrepresented in leadership positions in government and other workplaces. Why? Anti-black racism, but it's not about race, right? It's about merit. Well, when, when y'all gonna learn, when are y'all gonna learn? 
Yes, they may look at you just a little bit better than in us, right? But understand, we fought for everything we got. They didn't give us a freaking thing. We literally fought for it. We died for it. Literally. The reason why they can do the things they're doing in this country is because of us. But notice something. I want y'all to notice something. Black America is starting to pull back. We're not fighting for nobody no more. We've been silent now. We're saying, now we're going to take our energy and focus on us. We're going to do what all these other groups do. When we, when we try to have a coalition with these other groups, we tried. We tried for years to have a coalition with all these other groups, all these other so-called minority groups, right? Our thoughts was, and it's a righteous thought. Well, you know, hey, they are another minority group like us. They're going to deal with some racism. Hey, maybe we should join with these people and we work together. It's more of us together than the folks. So we all unify as minority groups and work together. We can actually run the yard, even displace the white supremacists. But what we have seen is that these other so-called minority groups, these so-called people of color, they want to work with the white supremacists. And our generation say, okay, we got it now. We got it. We cool. Go over there with them. Do you. But don't come running over here to us saying, oh, we didn't know. We didn't realize it. We didn't know that was going to happen. No, 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 no. You got what you wanted. You went to the Supreme Court, right? You got the decision you wanted. We don't want to hear it now. We tried to tell you. You didn't want to listen. You told us we were lazy. You told us that we, we got in college only because of the color of our skin. That's, that's all what we heard. Now you're seeing what we told you. But let's continue. Let's say a coalition of Asian American students and advocates argued that Asian applicants were being racially discriminated against in the admissions process at Harvard University and the University of North Carolina. Now, I say the Supreme Court granted them a victory, ruling that the two school admissions practices violated the 14th Amendment of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. However, Asian American immigrant parents shared that they still feel desperate and in the dark about what it takes for their children to be accepted into elite universities. Fearing the court ruling won't stop universities from rejecting the applications based on race. They can't do it on race now, they do it on merit. That's what you wanted, right? Don't don't cry foul. Cause I'm not crying foul for you. See the pulling back of black America has actually been a blessing. It's been a blessing to black America It's also starting to give everyone a comeuppance, right? It's giving everyone a comeuppance because they're realizing that they can't really navigate like they thought they could in America without the black man and woman speaking up for them, advocating, are doing whatever, right? They started to realize that and they gonna realize that even more as time go along. See, even some people within the Asian American community had said, you know what? This hate crime bill we got, I don't know how some of that's gonna come across to the black community. A few Asian Americans said that. They said, because this is gonna kind of put us in a bad position. And then when that the Supreme Court decision came down, they really said, oh shoot my God. And now they're in the thick of it. So they got to They got, well, why don't y'all say about the uh, college admission? Why don't you say it's a hate crime? You got protection now. So just say 
that they didn't accept you in the school because of your race. And then because you got a, a federal protection now that black Americans can't get, maybe they'll come in and charge the school with hate crimes. And you know, and maybe you'll get in that way. Cause Hey, we don't have a hate crime bill. It would be nice to have one, but we don't have one at all. Right. The Biden administration made sure y'all were protected. He made sure of it. And I want y'all to notice the Biden administration did not do anything after that decision. He didn't try to figure out a way to tie federal funding to certain rules about, you know, admissions. He could have done that. He could stop federal funding to whatever he want to stop it from. Right. He didn't say, you know what? We, we in the Democrats, we're going to go in and try to put some bills in and try to do, what we kind of do trying to do to, to get this back where, where things need to be. No, he didn't say anything. I told y'all, if you look at Biden's history, Biden is, is, is an old school white supremacist. He's just a little bit more refined with it. Sure. He's not going to go out publicly saying certain words about uh, black folk. Right. But understand that just the way Biden even talk, you hear that racism in him, the anti-black racism, but we have to continue as black Americans to worry about ourselves, worry about our issues, worry about our problems. When these other groups find out the hard way about what happens, you play footsies with the white supremacists, just tell them, we told you, don't come over here. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear black folks are right. Oh, we made a mistake. Yeah, you did. And because and, and, you thought, it's this thing. You thought you were going to harm us so you can get a benefit. That's what the motivation was. The motivation was to harm black people, to prevent black people from getting into college. You wanted to harm us so you can get into college. You see what happens? See how the law works? You see how good God is? Lord, let me give the Lord a hand clap. See how, how good God is? What you meant for harm, God turned it for good for us. You tried to harm God's children to get a, to get ahead of black folks, but you made a deal with the devil. And anytime you make a deal with the devil, the devil always going to screw you in the end. Don't you know that? Don't you know it? See, see, they go for all you groups. You sit up here and try to do what you can to harm God's children. When you trying to harm God's children, you literally kicking against a, a, a thorn bush. You're going to hurt yourself in the end. You kick against a thorn bush with bad feet. That's what you're doing by trying to harm God's children. You're trying to harm us in the process. When we know this country, like the back of our hand, literally, we've been living in it for ever since the inception of it because we built it. You're trying to harm us, chumming yourself up with them folks, and every time they're going to do you wrong. But your motivation was not just to get in school. Your motivation was to harm us, to stop black American children from getting into school. That's what that motivation was about. That's why you teamed up with old Edward Bloom over there. It's because you teamed up and said, I want to make sure that black people are suppressed. I want to get above black folk. I want to get jobs above black folk. I want everything above black people. I'm going to harm black people so I can get ahead. That's what that was about. Harming black America. Let me tell you something. It's a different day in time. It's a different day in time. And we see you and we remember that. And we not going to forget it. 
We are not going to forget it. Y'all did that to harm us. Period. The way it was, they came out and said more Asian Americans got into schools because of affirmative action. Now what you going to say now when they say no? This country runs on anti-black racism. Period. We told you that. But just because you you got a little bit lighter skin, straighter hair, and all of that, you think you're safe. You think you're safe. Maybe in the future, you won't do things to harm black people. Because that was the motivation. Maybe in the future, you'll leave God's children alone. In the future. Maybe in the future, you'll realize that you make deals with, with the devil. Because what you were doing, none of it was righteous. It was completely unrighteous. Now, I will tell you, more of you are not going to get into the schools you want. More of you. And you can't file a single lawsuit saying race. When before, you could have did it. Many of you are going to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars. These people that's trying to get you in these elite schools going to drain your pockets and you're not going to get into these schools because you think going to their school is going to prosper you. You don't need they name brand schools to be prosperous. Some of your people came over here, got their businesses with the assistance of the U S government. Didn't go to now one of their schools. That's why they can pay the money for you to go to a tutor and go to those schools because of those businesses. And they ain't going to Harvard or Yale. Look, so, so you, I guess y'all think, well, I don't want my kids working in this store all their life. I don't want my kids with a shrimp boat. I don't want my kids. Well, if it was good for you, what's wrong with it? continuing the family business? But what do I know? Right? I'm just a black man in America. They understand that you don't need these people name brand schools to make it. Okay. If you go and you get a scholarship, great. Go. I'm not telling black folks not to go. If you can afford it and you smart enough to get in there, do it. I'm not against it, but it's not the end all be all. If you can't get into Harvard or Yale, I mean, hell, you can get into Texas A&M university of Texas. If you can get in the university of Georgia or, you know, if you go to uh prayer view university, if you, if you go to uh Howard university, wherever you want to go, right. HBCU, wherever you want like to go. And there's Asians that go to HBCUs. There's a lot of Asians that actually go to TSU right here in Houston for, for the pharmacy program. There's a lot of Asians go to that program. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Did you graduate? Yes. Did you do good? Yes. Did you good? You went back and got a master's degree, a doctorate, whatever. Okay, cool. The majority of American citizens don't have no Harvard degree. So you can't say, well, I can't get a job. I, don't, I ain't graduate from Harvard. But see, we know that. But keep doing what you're doing. See, black folks, all we have, to, we had a, we had a position now in America. All we got to do is sit back and watch now. We don't have to say nothing no more. We don't have to really fight much no more. We don't have to march no more. We really didn't done all what we supposed to do. Now we in that, that, that place that says, sit down, sit back, stay quiet about everything except it has to do with us and watch how the Lord works. The Lord going to work out in our favor. I'm telling you, it's going to be so great in our favor. And people going to even get angry, even get angry with us 
because we are just sitting back, staying quiet and say, nope, we only worrying about ourselves now. But see, you know, what we learned that from, we learned that from you. I'm talking about you other groups. We learned it from you. When we wanted you to come in and, 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 and we assisted you in many ways and you became politicians and you, you uh, sided with the folks against us. And when you came putting businesses in our community and you didn't want to hire us, even in our own communities, you brought in your family, your friends to these jobs, but yet you bleed in the black community of all their, their resources. You know what I'm saying? We, we have no reason to be sticking up or fighting for nobody. We don't. So all we got to do is sit back, watch and say, hmm, man, that's messed up. Okay. Hey, uh, what's up with the reparations? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Uh, that's something we'll probably discuss it at the dinner table what's happening. But then we looking up and say, okay, what's going on with the sisters and brothers in Chicago? What's going on with the election in 2024? We focus on what's happening with us, even with politicians. We focus it on policy, not party. You had no policy. We, we, we know what to do then. We got it. It's just that simple. Yes, we are selfish now. It's been time. We have been a benevolent community forever. Been selfless. Sacrifice ourselves and everything for everybody. And what do we got for that in return? Nothing. So now it's time for us to be selfish and deal with ourselves. It's not right. Y'all can't just be selfish. Who say we can't? Who say we can't? I never read nothing that say that's wrong for us to think about your household. Think about our community. That's been our problem. We've been focusing on everybody else's situation instead of our own. And that's why our own don't get fixed. It's because we worry about everybody else except us. Now we're saying it's time to worry about us. What are we going to get? What resources are we going to get? Protecting what we already have so we don't lose it. It's just that simple. It's a new day in black America. And I love, I'm glad I'm here to see it, to see my people starting to turn things around. Now, listen, after George Floyd, a lot of things got changed with black folk. Y'all don't realize that after George Floyd, we are, we are focusing on ourselves now and everybody, everybody got a problem with that. People that try to disrespect us, even within our own black family, right? Globally. Some that try to come and disrespect us. We say, oh, no, 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 no. That None of that going to be tolerated. We're not going to be disrespected no more. We're not going to come to nobody's defense. Now, of course, the black family is different, and that's a family issue, right? And we'll deal with those family issues. Like you got distant cousins you may not dis uh, get, agree with, or brother you may not agree with. It doesn't mean no hatred. It just means we have a disagreement. We handle that. It, it, it's not no hatred there. It's not. But when it comes to, to, to other groups, we deal with you on the individual basis. That's it. If you are an individual of different communities and you rock with us and we see that, we definitely gonna rock with you. But we are not blindly going to defend groups. That day is done. That day is done. Don't look to so-called black leaders to come. Well, what, what black leaders? I mean, let's think about it. We're black leaders. Nobody's really caping like that no more. What you gonna talk to Aaron Sharpton? Okay, I guess. But we are living in a new day in time. So going into 2024, understand we are cementing ourselves into worrying about ourselves. Period. Worrying about our children, 
our family, our community. We got to take care of that first because it's so out of hand. We have no time and energy to deal with other groups and what they got going on. Hey, y'all guys got more access. Listen, we look at money statistically, all these other groups for the most part, definitely Asian community got way more money coming in than we do. They're favored a lot more in the system than we are. So I think they'd be okay. We need to make sure we can get up get ourselves up, bring up our median income, trying to get our children right. We won't have time to focus on other people's issues and problems. And we also going to remember the groups that target us. We know those folks will target us. That's been, but when, when y'all purposely did that at the Supreme court, them folks, and you did it to harm black America, we can't forget that. We can't forget it. it, it it's just that simple. So we'll let y'all deal with that. And, you know, I hope it works out for you. I, I really do. I hope your, your merit comes in and I hope, you know, I hope it works out for you, but we're going to continue doing what we do, you know, over here in America, fighting, the, fighting the good fight. You know, definitely folks definitely take you some vacation because we can't fight the f- good fight. If you don't take a vacation, I'm going to keep telling black people that take a vacation, take a vacation, take a vacation. Even if it's just a weekend, go somewhere with your family, take your wife, take your husband. You know, you need to spend a family vacation. You need to do a, a couple vacation, just you and your wife do that. You got to have that because this country will weigh you down. You got to have some time to yourself. All these, you know, other groups at times trying to harm us, take a break, come back. Then you can deal with the fight and you can deal with the struggle, but we'll be all right. We're going to sit back and watch everything that people try to do to us. It's going to fall down uh, to the flow. Even the folks, they, what they do to us fall to the flow every day. And that's why they world unraveling as we speak.